There is a country beyond that which is known to humankind. A stray country. A country that exists west of October. Whose borders are somewhere between midnight train whistles and the distant hell of a dog. A country that lies somewhere in the stitched and jittering static between radio stations. A country that drifts through America like a traveling salesman. But every now and then stops the nest on a small town. A small church. A single street. And maybe, just maybe, some kind of delayed radio broadcast you've stuffed in your ears. Chapter 7 Spook Alley Hours Blood Curdle Country Billy didn't sleep well that night. In his candy sack, under the old sentry dresses, in great-grandpa's steamer chest, in the closet, in the basement, he could see Mary Brogan's cigarette when he shut his eyes. His dreams were wide open to the gasper, but filled with cigarette smoke. Blurry, he knew his sleeping stories were about death incense and lung dust but couldn't see through the smoke. He woke, the middle of the night. Worse than the middle of the night, the deep end of night, 3.33 a.m. Someone had burned his arm with a live cigarette in his dream. He jerked away, rubbed his arm until enough sleep dust had drained from his eyes for him to see it hadn't really been burnt. But he couldn't stop thinking about the cigarette. His one piece of Halloween candy for the year. He hadn't known what to do, but knew above all else he couldn't do either of the two things a boy would do with a cigarette. Smoke it or toss it. No. How could he do either? How could a boy who had never smoked a cigarette start with one that had fermented to cigarette adulthood within the going cold palm of a lady leaking life out of her head on Halloween? And how could he throw it away? What if what Jack and Freddy had said was true? What if her plastic sack ghost came looking for the cigarette? Not just any old cigarette would do, no. The ghost would want the cigarette. The one clutched and prayed over by a lady blowing away like dandelion blowballs. So Billy had done all he knew. He had taken his candy sack and layered it deep in the house. In the basement. In the closet, in great-grandpa's steamer chest, under the old sentry dresses. But in his dream he had seen the cigarette. Not a cigarette, but did Mary Brogan's cigarette. How did he know it was hers? He couldn't say, but the dream told him. And that cigarette was lit and smoked, and he woke, wondering if it were really on fire down in the tinderbox of beautiful basement curios. 
Billy was downstairs, quick as a black cat. Scared to be in the basement alone at this hour. Because what was the basement but the wine cellar of shadows anyways? A place to cool, age, and pickle preserve the black stockings of everything behind the sun and moon. A basement was all scarecrow shadow and phantasmagorical puppet show. And a basement had nothing to do with a home. The repository of dead men's things had nothing to do with the living. And yet, connected. A lion leashed to a gazelle. And the leash was, of course, the stairs. What were stairs but madman bridges between the parts of any house that shouldn't be connected? The living room is not a basement, should not be connected, has nothing in common with a room mined out of the territory of graveyards. And didn't we know it? Isn't that why all did relative things were stored in basements? Or attics? Because we put their bodies in the ground and send their souls on to heaven, and so all the typewriters and sewing machines they leave behind, we try to keep close to them. In the basement, near their body. In the attic, near their souls. But the attic, halfway to heaven, has no business being anchored to a living room that touches the dirt. Yes, thought Billy. That's why stairs are so hard on old people because their bodies start learning better. Billy stood in the basement dark, deep in spook alley hours, buried in blood, curdle country, far from home, in his own home. He suddenly missed a million things at once. Meadow country, warm light, Good towns, safe streets, the 4th of July, hot dogs, barbecues, family reunions, and all the freak show daylight of the summer. The good October air, warm churches, Sunday nights, orange pumpkins ungutted, sidewalks, fences, baseball mitts, favorite books, figurines, boxes of treasures, weird sidewalk cracks and yes here in the warehouse of shadows at the hour and minute where the moon tried hardest to pull the blood like taffy from the body billy even missed goddamn midnight outside he heard the leaves he knew he could crack the electricity with a flip of a switch but couldn't no it would ruin his eyes which had spent the whole night taking in the dark, opening upon the night. He moved through the room, dodging all the things owned by dead men and women, chapters from the family tree, brownie box cameras and bird cages and artist easels, wardrobes, brooms, military clothes, all reaching out like cemetery tombstones, but none of them hitching its foot. He made his way to the corner closet. He lifted the lid on the steamer chest. He dug through the dust of old century, old country clothing, dresses humming with the scent of what girls must have smelled like before the term teenager was invented. 
he found his candy pillowcase. From the horror film of now two days ago, Halloween. When no candy was captured and only a cigarette thrown from a dead lady hand was taken home. It was empty. The cigarette was gone.